This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, August 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom calls for more broadband efforts. Dulcini gets votes as DPR director. And Mexico bans glyphosate. And don't forget to sign up for the AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West. This is a virtual event. It's set for September 9th. Learn what top newsmakers have to say about producing food more sustainably, including new programs and technological innovations like alternative protein products. Plus, we'll share key insights into the rise of consumer consciousness and the challenges involved in covering agriculture in the nation's top ag state. You can learn more at www.agripulse.com. Newsom steps up broadband effort as the school year begins in an online form in many districts. Governor Newsom has stepped up efforts to bridge the digital divide. In an executive order issued Friday, he set a goal for agencies to achieve 100 megabits per second as a minimum download speed. CDFA will identify and facilitate new broadband projects that will support precision agriculture in rural communities. It will also inventory the status of broadband at fairgrounds, which the state often uses for emergency services. Newsom did not direct any new funds toward the effort. Committee confirms Dulcini as DPR director. The Senate Rules Committee has confirmed the nomination of Val Dulcini as Director of the Department of Pesticide Regulation. Cal EPA hired Dulcini in 2019 as an ag liaison, but he soon took over as DPR Acting Director following the resignation of Acting Director Teresa Marks. During the hearing, Senator Bill Monning of Monterey and Santa Cruz counties echoed the concerns of anti-pesticide groups in his district. He asked if county ag commissioners have kept up their enforcement during the pandemic. Dulcini explained they have not skipped a beat. Dulcini also said he has been discussing ways to expand notification requirements for pesticide applications in the San Joaquin Valley. He acknowledged this has long been a difficult conversation among stakeholders with many trust issues. Dulcini's confirmation had strong support from the Ag Council, California Citrus Mutual, and sustainable ag groups, among others. We look forward to continued collaboration as the department moves forward with its reevaluation of neonicotinoids, according to CCM, in a statement following the vote. The Senate floor will likely take up Dulcini's confirmation this week. And on that note, Governor Central Valley Coordinator for External Affairs stepped down last week. This follows the controversial resignation of the administration's public health director. Early in the pandemic, the governor's chief economic advisor, Larry Mendonsu, who also focused heavily on the valley, stepped down for mental health reasons. This followed the resignation of Newsom's ag liaison, Bill Lyons, in February. Open mic interview, Representative Jimmy Panetta. This week's AgriPulse open mic guest is California 20th District Representative Jimmy Panetta. Central Valley farmers have suffered the ill effects of COVID-19 pandemic, and he supports recent amendments to the CFAT program and extended sign-up dates. 
In the interview, Panetta discusses the ongoing challenges of protecting farm workers in the state and the need for additional federal assistance for PPE, housing, and additional testing. Panetta cites the increased strain on food banks as a reason to support a temporary increase in SNAP benefits and offers thoughts on the USMCA trade deal and the challenging relationship with China. Mexico's glyphosate ban renews concern. Is Mexico slowly adopting the European Union's precautionary principle? President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's recent call to ban glyphosate and the country's refusal to approve new biotech traits are signs that the country is going down the European path of restrictive ag trade, says CropLife America CEO and President Christopher Novak. For U.S. farmers, the potential we see on the horizon is the precautionary principle becoming the foundation for the import of U.S. ag goods in a way that is for Europe, Novak told AgriPulse in a Friday interview. Mexico has not approved a new biotech seed trait since May 2018, and that has U.S. industry officials concerned. There are 18 biotech traits in the Mexican approval queue, many of which have been waiting for more than two years. Online DNC opens tonight. Democrats will kick off the first online national convention tonight. The convention will be on the air for two hours each evening through Thursday when Joe Biden gives his acceptance speech. Tonight's lineup of speakers includes Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, a member of the Senate Agriculture Committee, and former First Lady Michelle Obama. It will be worth noting to see how the convention speakers speak to concerns of rural voters and agriculture. Now keep in mind, Minnesota Delegate Theresa Kevity, who's Executive Director of the Sustainable Farming Association of Minnesota, admits that she was excited about attending the convention in person. But she tells AgriPulse that she's okay now with it being virtual. Still, she concedes the level of enthusiasm won't be the same. Via Zoom and via telephone and hearing someone speak on a small screen is not the same as being part of a crowd of 25,000, Moore said. Former Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, who will be speaking at several online events around the convention, says the online form of the convention fits the national mood amid the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a somber time in the country. It's really not a time for over-exuberant celebration, he said. You can follow our coverage of the Democratic National Convention this week at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. The important thing is that the process is managed so that we don't end up with the Swiss cheese phenomenon. That David Sundling, an agriculture economist for the Brattle Group, during a panel discussion for Fresno State last week, Sundling was explaining that following land under the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act could create a disconnected patchwork of idle land that could lead to air quality issues. Well... That's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 17th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.